0: So I, I don't know if it's as much aimed at the tourists as. The tourists. Test, test, one, two, testing, one, two. All right. We got, pre- got
1: Preston. Did you do a testing, one, two, testing, one, two?
0: I did do a testing, one, two, testing, Mike one, two.
1: two.
0: Ooh, look at you. Okay. <laughs> And thought my boy Howard Stern was on. You know, <laughs> <laughs> my boy Howard Stern Howard was up in his room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Was he like the one of the original podcasters? He's, he's just like nah, a talk he's show, right? A radio show. Yeah, radio, radio show. show. I, I don't think well, he yeah, likes a TV podcasters. Show right? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think he likes podcasters. Oh, everyone's uh, phones on time. Uh, vibrate. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me see.
2: Can I turn mine down a little bit?
0: The headphones, uh, yeah, oh yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, sure. Are we loud, loud,
1: loud, loud, yeah. loud, loud, loud? Yeah, you, loud, you can adjust them. I'm really loud, by the way. You can turn I me way you're down. I think you three.
0: Sean. Yeah, Does that sound better. Okay, yeah. Up just so, just a just a tad bit. That's
1: uh, right there. that's the okay. trick yeah. with cool. with the number four station. So all of this is where we always sit us three. Mm-hmm. So we got our stuff like dialed in. <laughs> I, Sean knows my microphone has to be a little more quiet because I'm loud and rowdy. Loud <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and no, rowdy, Bob. Whoever the, loud and rowdy, whoever the guest is, though. They got to tweak their own stuff. So, um, yeah, basically I'm Hawaiian
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now. That's uh, official. So look, man, you looking like a little tan Hawaiian sweet roll over there, man. So, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, those things are good. Yeah. Yes, sir. Like a, like a king roll? Yeah. You know
3: what yeah. Oh, I like
2: yeah, like a little sweet bread yeah. rolls. Yeah, yeah, you buy them in a pack. I just bought a whole pack of those. You do like the cheeseburger sliders with those. Ooh. Oh, Dropping okay. the
0: recipes, man. Yeah. One,
2: OTG
1: cooking show. Yeah. Oh, this is just, that's just the first OTG uh, cooking podcast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. so you want to bring us in? Bring it in, Sean. Yeah. How's it feel to be Hawaiian? Basically an islander. Uh, <laughs> I live on my own time, dude. Hawaii is a super interesting. Place. Yeah, I've been. Um, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Which islands did you go to? I don't know. I what don't city remember. were you in? Uh I was stayed on Waikiki Beach. So that Waikiki.
4: Yeah. As did you where'd you fly into? Man, I don't remember. Honolulu? <clears throat> I don't remember to be okay. completely honest. I'll uh it was the reason I got to go to Hawaii was because my boss was actually supposed to go and then he wasn't able to go. So I got to go for uh it was actually work-related, but I only had to work for like two days and oh. I was there the other five days just Kind of on vacation.
1: I like that. So, and this
4: is like, job, actually, you know what's crazy? A memory popped up on my phone the other day. I was in Hawaii exactly nine years ago. Nine Same, years. same, same
1: days as you were. We just become best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been best yeah, friends. nine years ago. So it's been a while. No, uh, Hawaii is a super interesting place. Um, we were there for nine days. And, uh, you know, so we went to two, three different islands. hmm and multiple different cities, each island has its own. I don't, I, I feel the need to d- explain it now because Jessica, did, she thought that like each island was its own state and it. Sh- yeah.
4: I don't think that's the case. That's not
1: the case. All the, all <laughs> the islands are one state. Yes. And they do have different counties and cities. Right. Just like Texas mm-hmm. does. Right. And so anyway, we went to three islands, multiple cities, every single little town, definitely every island. But even every single like little town, they're so different from each other. Like when you're on the west side of Maui and the east side of Maui, which is only straight line distance, not very far. Mm-hmm. But by the time you drive around the mountain, it'll probably take you about three hours or so. That difference right there is two. They're two different worlds. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's 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 one of those places where you roll into a new city. It's not far from the other city, but it's very different. Mm-hmm. So uh, super cool place. I'm back in the saddle though. Uh, unfortunately, had to come home late last night. I mean, you'll make your home is Hawaii. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, yeah, I had so to you had to come over I here. To, <laughs> I, had to, I, had to, I had to come visit Texas for work <laughs> yeah. uh, for the next four to five years, you know, before I can go back home. And you'll be back over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super cool. So the OTG podcast listeners at home that are watching this on YouTube, you will see that we have a very, very, very handsome. Yes. And special guest on the show today. My guy at Presto, the besto. Come on. <laughs> yeah, oh, Those are all of our fans. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> They're cheering for my tan and for Preston. <laughs> Two different, the, it's twofold. Like, yeah. <laughs> the
0: OTG podcast is filmed in front of a studio audience. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Coming to you live
1: from the studio. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we got Preston in the house today. Um, I'm going to do how I usually do, Preston, and just let you um, get handed, hand the mic over to you here in a minute. Tell us a little bit about your name where you're from, what do you do and um, what your goals are. And dude, we'll free flow the conversation after that. Cause you're going to say something that interests yeah. one of us
2: oh, for I'm, sure. I got plenty of stories. Oh, <laughs> oh my what? God. You can There's the a, a, yeah. Bit uh, bit closer uh, uh, closer
4: yeah. Bring your mic
1: in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bring it, bring, bring it around <laughs> town. Are we good? Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, very yeah. Good. You can turn them up a little <clears throat> bit too, yeah. Sean. A couple story,
4: couple stories in particular, I'm sure that um, oh, yeah. that we'll touch on. Cause you know, uh Daryl probably know this, but maybe Sean. Well, you guys met at the gym one time when right. you first got back. Yeah, yeah. Right. Had so,
2: together. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Preston was Preston was around at the very beginning. He helped me out a lot, actually, mm-hmm. with uh getting everything going. He actually made the very beginning of OTG. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he actually made the first shirts. Yes, sir. First stickers, first <laughs> products.
2: Nice.
4: Because um, I was kind of like not about it. But, anyways, um, yeah, tell us. Go, Go ahead, Preston. What Tell us about you, man. Um, we'll we'll
2: touch on those things. Hey, everybody. My name's Preston. <laughs> All right. I uh, just got out of the army, and now I actually just quit that job. Though yeah, I was last out okay. Uh, whenever we last talked, so we got a veteran in so, the house. Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, did two deployments, and that was a good time. I went overseas to Iraq and Afghanistan. I got some stories about those. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm, I even yeah. brought some souvenirs. Oh, to show you guys okay. Some stuff, okay. Some really cool stuff, actually. Yeah. Um, like shell yeah. casings or something like that. A bunch of patches. <laughs> <I> just messing. <laughs> me. I, just mess I me mean. because it's a war zone.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, we'll <laughs> say that for no time. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I, we've known each other for a while now. It was yeah. funny how we met. I was working. I think I was like sixteen or seventeen. No, I was sixteen at the time actually. And um, Philip came in. I worked at Jiffy Lube, right across yeah. from Clear Creek High School over there. Yeah, and. I was just regular lube tag doing whatever he came in. And just high wanted, school kid yeah, trying to make normal, you know, five bucks know, an hour, or whatever it was, right, seven yeah. bucks an hour. And uh, he came in, he said he wanted full service for his truck. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Like I, no one had ever come in and like fully service my truck with right. others. Like, hey, ah, just the oil. Just yeah. the oil and give me a discount. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And don't charge me. Right, yeah. yeah. Discount to zero. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And then, you know, whatever happened, he was at that time, I mean, Philip was working a lot. He had yeah. school, he had multiple jobs and then, yep. you know, he was and training, training and working at laser
1: key and going to school full time.
2: Right. At that and you know, whenever I met him, I think, I don't know really what happened, but he was just like, Hey, you know, I, I need to go home. I have some stuff I need to do. It's because it
4: was a couple, it was going to be a couple hour wait. Right. And so, <clears throat> um, I think the manager came out and like, Oh yeah, dude, we'll give you a ride. You know, I just, yeah. it wasn't very far from and then right. you know, from the house whatever we can give you a ride home, and then come pick you up or
0: whatever. They're yeah. rolling out the red carpet, so, man. You yeah. came in and got a yeah. <laughs> right. full service. They're like, yeah. Hey man, yeah. bring the car around yeah. for this yeah. guy. Yeah.
1: Going <laughs> to put some happened- washer fluid in there. <laughs> That's <laughs> that, some uh, liquor fluid, man. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that nice car happened to be my uh, 2000 Toyota Tundra. That was a very ugly color. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was- Go ahead and describe <laughs> the color. Um, Number two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> number two. Yeah. It was colorway number two. Yeah, 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 There we go. So um, so yeah, so I took him home and you know, we started talking about it. and I was thinking about this earlier actually, because you were talking about some like Bluetooth chip or something that you were trying to do. You found, I guess, like a wholesale for some Bluetooth chip. I don't remember what it was. Do you remember what that was? Yeah,
4: I um I discovered I found these like Bluetooth chips online where you can basically solder the uh, speaker wire to any speaker and convert it into a Bluetooth speaker. And now that doesn't really sound like that big of a deal, like whatever Bluetooth speaker. But at that time, I thought it was just the coolest (laughs) thing ever.
1: And eight or 10 (laughs) years ago. Yeah, this was a while ago. Probably seven, eight years ago.
4: And uh, I just thought it was the coolest thing. I was like, man, what if we could help people take their vintage speakers that they don't use anymore, that maybe the the, uh, eight track, Or the record piece of the equation doesn't work anymore, but they have these cool vintage speakers that look very classic. Right. You know what I mean? Like a classic look to them. And we can sell them these little boards. And these boards were cheap, dude. They're like 50 cents. Yeah. But we could pack it up into a little thing and send them soldering materials and speaker wire and give them instructions. Oh man, we could sell these for like 50, 60 bucks. And you know, and I was telling Preston about it. And he was like, Yeah, man, that sounds cool. Like, yes, 06, and he was yeah. all about it. And then he started telling me about cars and how he wants to flip cars. And at that time, you know, because I was working a lot, but didn't have I had a lot of extra money. Mm-hmm. And Preston was you like, You didn't have
1: OTG yet. No, 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 no. no. Pre-OTG yeah, is everything.
4: Pre-OTG for sure. And Preston was like, Hey man, why don't we try to flip some uh I think it was the dirt bike uh the dirt yeah. bikes it was, right. it was right. dirt bikes or something i don't really it was dirt bikes you or bought a
2: crotch rocket and then
4: yeah that was a
2: i bought a, a dirt bike com,
4: too. complete loss the crotch yeah. rocket was a total loss yeah, I,
0: I, <laughs> yeah those, those things are those things were hard to sell yeah
4: man. man we bought that for like 600 bucks
0: it was one of the real tiny ones, right? Yeah. And it yeah.
4: just didn't work out. So, at all. Yeah.
0: so, so Phil rolls into
1: Jiffy. Loop. <laughs> There's 16 year old Preston. He's never met him in his life. Mm-hmm. Fast forward. Phil's Preston's driving Phil to his house. They've never met each other Ever. They're talking about Bluetooth speakers and flipping dirt bikes. Yeah. <laughs> all
2: the it, was, way. it was really weird how, it, how it all worked. Cause you know, at first I was just like, Oh man, I'm this is weird. I'm in my personal vehicle. Like we're driving some random dude home, but yeah, I mean, he made it like super cool. Cause we started, we just kind of hit it off from there and started yeah. talking about it. And then you know, he mentioned he was training at that time. I was really big into, you know, working out and doing, yeah. you know, whatever, every single day, twice a day, whatever it was, you know? And, um, so I was like, Oh sweet. Somebody who like, has the same interest as me. Right. You know? Yeah. And so anybody, I can talk to a brick wall, man, you know? Yeah. And so it was same. pretty easy to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And so we just started doing that. And then he said, he was like, yeah, man, I have this idea for this, this fitness brand. I want to build the brand and train people and do this under this brand. And I was just like, that sounds really cool. Like, yeah, I can help you out. And I, you know, I, I say that, Hey, I can help you. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> hey, we can start this business together. You know, <laughs> right, exactly. That's kind of how it was. You business know, partners. Uh-huh. Looking back, I was just like, Oh man, I like really intruded on that. But uh, yeah, I was like, well, you know, at the time, my, my mom and my sister, they were both doing like custom t-shirts and onesies. They started a business yeah. um, called My Favorite Things. And the Faye is actually my niece's middle name. Okay, and so that's it. Kind of went good that's with cool. it, you know. And so they do all kinds of stuff. They're still going. I mean, she makes. They do Etsy, good money. right? Yeah, Etsy, yeah, Etsy. right? Yeah. Wow, nice. okay, nice. And uh, we're trying to get on Amazon now. Actually, okay, cool. So okay. that's the next step Dang for that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, because I mean, she has a lot of orders. And, nice. Uh, like she's doing really good. Good. I mean, good. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Anyways, yeah. So I was just like, hey man, like I was like let's just do like a run of shirts and stickers. You can do like 10 or 15 and like, you know, whatever amount of stickers, blah, blah, blah. And so he was just like, okay. You know, whatever, let me yeah. we'll see. And then, you know, I got his information. And I, not and we really talking about it. Yeah.
4: yeah. I think I was just worried that how are we going to sell them? Right. You yeah, I mean? What are we gonna do with these things? Dude, um, I can sell anything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's like, but these Bluetooth yeah. chips though. I
1: can sell that. But
0: yeah. t-shirts.
2: No. <laughs> T shirts. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so um I called my sister, just like, hey, you know, I met we, this guy. About- Crazy story. Right, yeah. 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 And uh I was just like, hey, can you, you know, do this? And so he sent me the design over and everything, and which is Yeah. All around us. (laughs) Yeah. And she was just like, okay, yeah, sure. And so she did, you know, a couple shirts, a couple stickers. I think his biggest thing I remember was he was like, I just don't want any regular shirt. I want them to be comfortable and Mm -hmm. feel good. Like when you're working out and stuff. And I was like, cool. So I think he ended up ordering like two or three or four different shirts just to like feel the material themselves. And Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, we made some shirts and started doing that. So that's kind of how so that, that started. that was so. kind of
1: almost like step number one, as far as the brand. That okay. was the very first thing that had ever been done. Yeah. for mm. Moving towards the brand.
4: That's correct. Yeah. I had, I mean, the only other thing that had been done was, you know, the artist created the yeah. logo.
1: Yeah. But so, you, I mean, you were already training, you're working for another facility. Right. 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 So like that was kind of already, you know, going on. That was something that was working in the background. I mean, the training, is what one of the things that the brand sells. But as far as branding of materials or uh, consumables, this was like the first thing that existed beside the logo on Phil's screen. Right. <clears throat> yeah, right. pretty much.
4: Yeah, because yeah. The, probably the only other, even and at that time, because I was, you know, training in another facility, I was very respectful of that. relationship and wasn't promoting my own yeah you weren't trying to sell otg
1: at the other facility no
4: and i didn't didn't even even the training wasn't done as otg
1: or anything you know um i didn't affiliate the relationship that way right yeah yeah. because when you're working force at somebody else's facility some people have contracts that are set up like that right yeah that's sell themselves uh, within the con they pay the gym, a flat fee and then they can sell Yeah, their This brand. wasn't that type of relationship. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But yeah, after all that, we got the shirts done and I think we sold a couple of them. I mean, this is actually the shirt I'm wearing is probably one of the first oh, ones man. that was made. So yeah. as you can see, it's a little tight on me, but I was like, <laughs> dude, I gotta wear it. It doesn't matter. I gotta yeah. wear it. It's a little <laughs> so, snug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's how it started. And then, you know, we just started talking back and forth and everything. And, uh, hanging out, working out together and yeah. everything. And so that's how that started. Cause I had
4: to set up in the garage at that time that was over on, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tom. yeah. And so we would work out in the garage and just hang out, you know, it And was, then
2: we started doing like stocks or Forex, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that was awful. I remember, yeah. I
4: remember these times. <laughs> oh man, talk yeah. about losing some more money. We can- <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, what's funny now that I mentioned that, do you remember we went to a, some big like Forex meeting in Houston or whatever, And, uh, we were driving my truck, or I was uh-huh. driving my truck, whatever. And I went through the garage, the parking garage whatever, and that gate fell on top of my truck. Do
4: you remember <laughs> Do you that? Remember that? So, oh, yeah. my goodness. I'm talking about yeah. the number funny. two truck? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Man, that's how I got beat. And you uh, know, I don't think I ever told my parents that either. <laughs> they just, I just kind of like wiped it off. I mean, there was a big dent. It's, luckily, it I remember <laughs>
4: I was worried about it, but he didn't seem to care. But yeah. yeah. well, she'll buff out. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's an yeah. old truck anyway, yeah.
2: but I was just like, oh. Yeah. But yeah, so it hit literally maybe like that far away from my top of my windshield oh, too. So oh, yeah. so oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Cause as soon as I saw it coming down, I kind of like went faster, <laughs> you know, and it just boom. And I was yeah. like, oh, that didn't sound good. <laughs> yeah. but,
4: I have not thought about that in a long time. Yes, yeah. I, I do. I do remember that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> On my way here, I was just like thinking of little things and I was like, man, that's funny, you know, remembering yeah. all that stuff. But That's crazy. <laughs>
1: so that y'all are, so you did you service the truck? Uh, full service. Yes. Full
3: <laughs> service.
1: I, I don't think we had
2: any issues. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah. I doubt yeah, it. There was yeah. any issue.
1: So you service the truck, yeah. you get Phil and this relationship's born. Yeah. And, um, you're, you have a sister who's printing, um, has a business within that realm. You're like, Hey, she can print some stickers, some shirts, whatever that happens. And it kind of quiets down. The OTG thing kind of quiets down for a little while. Uh, right. As far as like creating uh, yeah. products yeah. and, uh, y'all are, Y'all are trying. Y'all are doing these other ventures. You're yeah. you're losing money. You're losing money <laughs> at trying West to flip right. a street, yeah. Yeah. Find a, find a, some street bike. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Uh, y'all yeah. are doing forex. Y'all are tr- you losing money on that front, right? <laughs> but the point is, y'all are y'all are collaborating together with one another. And you're, I'm going to use the word scheming. Your oh yeah, we were <laughs> that's <laughs> for sure. We were yeah, scheming. Yeah, oh, y'all are man. trying to figure out ways to be successful, to make money. And, uh, yeah, OTG was an idea at the time, um, that Phil would later obviously grow into what it is now. Uh, but y'all are trying, y'all are, y'all are the, I think the the point I'm trying to highlight is y'all weren't just analyzing what to do yeah. and then not yeah. doing it. Y'all are going, yeah, we'll spend some money yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. no, zero no, pretty pretty no analyzing going yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. straight action. So the yeah. answer is probably yeah. somewhere in the middle. Yeah. You probably need to do a little bit of analyzing, <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. do always have to take action. That's right. Yeah. And so y'all are taking action on a few different things that are yeah.
2: <laughs> that are not. It was more of like out. a YOLO type thing. Yeah. Like yeah. I, 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 I
1: think
4: know. I think that t- this story really, you know, the lesson to be learned as I'm. You know, haven't really thought about these things in some time, but the lesson to to take away from this is that you have to try things. And I know we've talked about yes. this before. Yeah, and definitely. And this is really reiteration of that. You have to to try things.
1: OJT, yeah, what we call it at work. on the job training, on the job training. right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you do something, it doesn't work. Well, you don't do that again. There, there's no right? there. No matter what, like of course you want to analyze deals. As far, I mean, let's just take a stock or in any type of investment, you want to look into it and check out the history and the odds and, and Mm -hmm. uh, potential and all the things that go along with it. But there's nothing like that on the job training. You can talk about investing in something all you want and you're neither going to, you're neither going to gain. You're only going to lose time. You're not going to gain anything Mm -hmm. until you start trying stuff and you try something that doesn't work. You learn from that mistake and you move on. Uh, And, and, you know that that's kind of we talk. We circle back to this quite often during the during the show. But you know, take action. You got to take action in your life. I think the number one. Uh, speaking of being in
4: the middle, like you're on one side of analyzing and never taking action, yep. and you have the other side of taking too much action, not analyzing and, and not analyzing at all. I'm actually going to go ahead and lean a little bit more towards the less analyzing and more action. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because the action taking and failure builds resiliency. Yeah. The resilience that's built. Mm-hmm. is probably the most important part, yeah, to be you honest. Either winner you, you, win you learn. So. Uh, yeah, I would say exactly.
1: on, on the flip side of that coin too, from my experience is the longer you go without taking action, the more fear of taking action you're probably going to have. Right. Yes. Yeah. I agree. So, so it's going to build up Oh, like, okay, you didn't take action this, this time or this month or this year. And then, oh, we didn't do it next year. And then it's going to be this big lingering fear that lives in you. Oh, and for sure. You have to do something about it. Even if you, cause the thing is
4: on that note, the fear is going to build anyways. No matter what. I look back at the time, like towards those times and up until maybe when I like go ahead and uh, went ahead and left my job to go ahead and pursue full-time fitness. I look back at the decisions that I made then. I would probably be too scared now yeah. to do
1: some of those things.
4: Even though I've been through them, the yeah. fear has still, has still
1: built. Yeah. Yeah. Had you waited this long to take action, Mm -hmm. you probably wouldn't take action.
4: No way. No way. I look at some, like I said, I look at some of the decisions that I made Mm -hmm. just, I mean, we're talking about a, a financial decision at the end of the day. Like there's a lot of things that go into this, but at the end of the day, the, one of the most important ones is the financial decision of, you know, what to do with your life. Right. Mm hmm if I were to see the numbers in front of me right now <laughs> of where I was like financially with, yeah. with assets and like income, how much money I had saved and how much debt and, and all those things.
2: No way. Yeah. <laughs> no, zero,
4: yeah. 0% chance. I take that leap.
2: Right. Yeah. But you did. I did but then. Did. And you know what, too, what I was thinking about is there was a lot of, we did a lot of different side hustles and stuff yeah. like that. And I mean, you were busy, man. Like you were busy and me being a high school kid, I can, I'm like, Oh, I got this class to do. I don't want to do the homework (laughs) for it, you know, whatever. And this Mm -hmm. dude's sitting here balancing, you know, 20 different jobs that he's got on top of, Uh, I think you were doing cars are coming
0: out. Like, yeah, yeah, man.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right. But you had like rental house or something like Mm -hmm. that at that time too. And all that. So he's, he's balancing all this stuff out. And that was one of the things that, you know, I was just like, wow, this dude is, you know, He's it, man. Like this yeah. dude's a good dude well, and he's got it going. Like, Yeah. He's going to, he's going to strike gold. He's the man with a plan. Well, yeah.
4: And you and, just have to do all the different things and they don't work out. And right. The only way. And like I said, I'm so glad now looking back that I did those things. And hopefully if anyone, any young people ever hear this, I, I think that it's important. To try things, I yeah. mean, don't be an idiot. But yeah. you know, <laughs> right. you
2: know do, do don't you think, invest in forex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Let me tell you about crotch rockets. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't buy them. <laughs> so, yeah. so you know, but what you know, like you said, Phil, you're trying all the different things. Some work out, some they do. How's that saying go? A 300 batting average is hall of fame. Oh yeah, and you fail. If you have a career seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. have a career batting average of three hundred, that's you hit you hit the ball three out of ten times. Mm-hmm. That's a Hall of Fame career. Depending on you can't do it for one year, right? right yeah, yeah. If good. you have a decent MLB career and you go three and you bat three hundred total, you're probably gonna you know. And that means you three hundred out of every 1,000, yeah. 3,000 out of every ten thousand. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It it builds up, right? So if you yeah you know. The point is, you're not always going to win. Right. And you're not always going to lose, though, either. Right. Um, you have to very, stack
4: those wins, I think at, is really
1: important. At end. the very least you learn, like Sean said, well, I ain't doing, I ain't, you touch the hot stove, burns the piss out of you. Ah, I ain't touching that yeah. hot stove yeah. again, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or I'll put an oven yeah. mitt on. Yeah. And <laughs> you you to, yeah. You just have how to I'm realize,
4: realize the wins and the losses, the losses, the losses you do analyze, right? You analyze sure. the losses, you don't do them again. The wins you stack, right? Mm. So how we got to where we are now is because I went to Jiffy Lube <laughs> that day, yeah. right? And started this thing and that Full was-, service. That was yeah, Full service. Yeah, service, service
2: <laughs> right and i
4: had to go home to get some work done so i couldn't sit there at jiffy lube for three hours so they gave me a ride right preston gave me a ride and this whole thing started and that was just one little <clears throat> win throughout this whole thing yeah. yeah and that stacked on
1: top of the like, next that thing. was kind of like a, the first or second domino and yeah. They started falling.
2: Well, you know, too, he was, he was telling me that he was thinking about this for a while. And I was just, now that I'm looking back, I think you just needed that one little push sure. yeah. to, to go for it, you know, because yeah. we were talking, I think it was like right at a year before you opened the gym and you were like, dude, in a year, I'm going to have a gym. And it was sure. Shit about later, it was about a year later yeah. you mm-hmm. opened it up. And then I was, I don't think I ever told you that, but I was thinking about that. And I was like, he was right. You yeah, know? yeah, like yeah. there we go. That's it. And I think another thing too is that Philip is not lazy. And because if you would have been lazy during that time period, like imagine how all this stuff could have changed too. Oh, the, so, the ship would have sunk he was for sure. Busy, busy. I mean, his schedule was constantly full. I don't think the dude had time to sleep. Like mm-hmm. he didn't sleep back most then. Of the I time. didn't
4: didn't sleep very three, much. three four hours a night. Yeah, was
1: yeah. what Phil would sleep back.
4: But then. But I think that it's important to realize. That because of that, like, like my idea of what it could be, what our idea of what this would turn into is completely different than what it is now.
2: Oh yeah, 100%.
4: So, and I think that that's what's important. That's speaking of those stacking the small wins. Each time you win, you learn, each time you lose, you learn something and then you stack the wins on top of each other. And the end result is, is so much different than what I pictured and what we probably, the discussions yeah. that we had about what this could become, you know, is way different now. I I knew that we wanted it to be a gym, but the way the business model that we have is nothing like what I thought we would have had. And you just you take each of the losses and each of the wins and you analyze them and you ask yourself why? How did it work? How could it have been better? How could it have been worse? Mm -hmm. What started it? What finished it? And then through each one of those, you learn a little bit and you tweak and you tweak and you tweak pivot, as you go. Tweak. Yeah. You Pivots. Pivot. yeah.
1: Pivots you, are very yeah. important. You pivot a little bit, you go, you, and it isn't linear either. Here's a and B. It doesn't look like this. It's oh, no. backflips and, oh, yeah. and down and around and all mm-hmm. over the place. And it
2: did too. And, <laughs> yeah.
1: And, you know, I think it's applicable to anything. I can say that for um, like my investment portfolio that I've built, it really, there, there's some basic things that I, that I planned on, Uh, Happening from the beginning, like, okay, I need to do this first and then I'll get to this and this. There's some stuff that is uh, what I imagined, but it is not at all how I would have imagined it, you know, even five years ago. It's, it really doesn't look anything how I, how I imagined it and take Sean. Sean wanted to take pictures of cars on his cigarette boxes boxes (laughs) on his iPhone. It definitely
0: started, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Pivoting is super important. Well, I guess
1: the the first idea was you wanted to take photos.
0: Yeah. You like, you liked photography. Yeah. That's where it all. And then now
1: you're creating content and you're doing a podcast and you know, like it's blossomed into this videography, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not just not you with an iPhone taking pictures of cars and
0: cigarette boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Justin always laugh about that because that's where like me taking video started. It was like, he was filming video and I was like, Hey, let me hold your phone. And that's basically where it yeah. started, just like going and getting the full service. I'm just, yeah. I'm just going to get this full service. And then next thing you know, we're sitting in front of, uh, you know, OCG signs and we're working out at OCG, yeah. which is kind of crazy to think about. So um, it's like just something that little can start it into uh like you said, the domino effect. Just yeah. it's so how many years ago, how old are you Preston right now? I'm 22.
1: So you're 22. Yeah. So 16, you, that was six years ago. That makes that, sense.
4: Yep. Yep. Helps. You, you're right then, because the gym is coming up on five years. Yeah. yeah. And so plus one, obviously a six. Right. If when we Wait, first hold met, hold on a minute. The
0: two. two. Yeah.
4: Can we change your subject for math? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like making me, making <laughs> yeah. me uncomfortable. Yeah. But,
2: uh, yeah that, that's one of the things I thought about before too. And then I just kind of brought back up was, yeah, it was like right at a year. And I was yeah. just like, dang, like that dude did it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. There's,
4: there's always a way, yeah. you know, and then, Uh, What year was Hurricane Harvey? 2017. Oh my 2017. God. 2017. Okay. So we met shortly before that mm-hmm. because Hurricane Harvey, we got stuck in my house. Yep. Yeah. I remember that. that. We did. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and you know what?
2: I still remember too that I, I think is really funny. And it's not because you were in pain, but he stepped down off the couch to do something and he got shot. I got electrocuted. <laughs> <He> got electrocuted.
1: <laughs> it, it was- Because oh, the water was energized <laughs> yes. or- The water
4: it made its way to the outlet, I guess. Yeah. You know, oh. so I had to- run outside and we turn the, uh, hit the the off. Then I
2: let a snake in the house too. I opened the door and a snake just (laughs) right underneath (laughs) the washer. Yeah. It It was was like a little baby one, but yeah, um, that was wild.
4: I remember the main thing that stands out to me about that. Keep in mind, like Preston's 16, you know, we were just, we were hanging out, but I mean, that's pretty young. And, uh, I never met his. you were about 25. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Right yeah, yeah, him. and so, you know, and he lived right around the corner, mm-hmm. so it was real easy. But I had never met his uh, parents before, you yeah, know, because yeah. we'd just been hanging out for a couple months. And so, you know, he's at my house, and the water starts to come up, starts to come up. And uh, I remember like you called your dad, and or he called you or something. Yeah, he called me, and he was worried that you were like, "Hey, I'm just right, right around the corner. If it starts to get bad, I'll come home." Well, next thing you know, it was like thirty bad. minutes like 30 later. Thirty <laughs> minutes later, water's yeah. in the house. It got bad. Yeah. yeah, and
2: I was like, "What?" The and heck, it was man?
4: crazy. And then there was a point in time where <clears throat> I couldn't find him. Oh, the water yeah. was getting real bad, <laughs> and I uh, it wasn't in the house yet. It was not quite yeah. in the house yet, but it was getting there. And I was looking, and we I was looking for him because I was read- We needed the water was coming in the garage. Which was for you know closer to the road than the house, right? So I'm like, hey, we need to go get um, all this stuff out of the garage and bring it in the house because it's going to get wet. It was like so bells. yeah. It was like all the workout stuff, yeah. you know. And there was some other stuff I had to do, but uh, anyways. So I'm looking for him, and I'm like, where's Preston? Where's Preston? So I go outside in the water, like the whole yard is underwater, and I can't find him anywhere. And it is just pouring raining and lightning and thunder and i'm just freaking out i'm like this dude's dad's gonna kill me like (laughs) i've never met him before he you know he's at my
0: house dead now yeah Yeah. he's drowning in my living room yeah he's he's fighting the snake in the garage and and i'm just (laughs) like i'm I'm
4: like i'm pretty sure i'm outside like yelling like you know for your name and just like and so i finally make my way through like probably about roughly need a thigh deep water out right in the front yard i see preston you know where the house is yeah he's out at the four-way intersection up to his chest <laughs> in water jump in the water's fine helping the cars get through <laughs> what? pushing yeah. cars directing the cars yeah and i'm like this dude is wild He's out here. I'm like, (laughs) get in the the house, dude. (laughs) Like they'll let them figure out their life. Don't put your life at risk. I know. I understand you want to be out there and help them, but this is a serious matter.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Harvey is pretty, you know,
4: it, it went from like thunderstorm to our life was at stake. Yeah. Very fast. Yeah.
2: See, I, I and, never even like thought about like, oh, like I could die. I was just like, oh, I don't want these cars to yeah. get stuck. I'm trying to help yeah. these people so they don't, because people were trying to go, like they had big jacked up trucks and they could go through it easily. Mm-hmm. So like they were fine, but like some of the smaller cars, they were like, uh, they were kind of inching to see if they could go. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh-huh. you're going to ruin your car. Don't do mm-hmm. it. And I, I didn't want to see anybody. You know, right. Yeah. In their car. People's house is already getting ruined. Like mm-hmm. not your car too. Yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. Sure. So That's why I just went out to go. Yeah. It yeah. comes running out like, Oh my God. Dude, you <laughs> I doing? was scared, dude. I mean,
4: I just remember when the water started coming in the house, I didn't have flood insurance. Yeah. yeah. I just thought it was over, you know? And then, you know, we just started talking and then when the water did come in the house, uh, I don't know. I just kind of freaked out for a couple minutes and yeah. then, Oh yeah, he did. And then I remember Preston was just like, dude, it is what it is. There's nothing that we can do about it this time. And we started making some food. Yeah, <laughs> we started cooking. Right? Yeah, Water's pouring in the do front that. door. You're in the kitchen. Yeah, we like started like, cooking. Swiss. We were just like, "There's nothing. <laughs> like, there's nothing we can do." So this make point. waffles. We made bacon and eggs. Bacon and eggs. Uh, so it was yeah. that sounds great. Waffles it was, have so been good and too.
2: And yeah. Waffles. You were doing something on your laptop too with 4x. Damn, I'm still I don't working. I don't,
0: right? like, don't work I, I think was. that it was
4: just like anything to to get our minds off of. <laughs> we got a clip of that, Sean. <laughs> yeah, right. Just tearing it up. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, we were just
1: doing fucking. <laughs> it was bacon. numbers yeah. are down. Yeah. What the hell? Oh, oh, water in the house. He's got his flippers on. He's kicking fish out of the way. Snakes. I think that it was just
4: anything to to get the mind off of what was actually happening. Yeah. Bacon and eggs. Bacon no, and it eggs. It definitely yeah.
2: was. I think that was one of the things I said. I was like, look, man, like there's nothing else that we can do. Like yeah. I cannot magically make this go away That's or right. make yeah. the rain stop. And, you know, and then, uh, I think while I was outside too, like in chest deep of water in the middle of a road that, just directing traffic. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: This way, please.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you stop. <laughs> yeah. He was, dude. I can still
4: see it. I can yeah, still yeah. see it in my mind. Cause that's a pretty wild little intersection right yeah. there. Like, yeah. it gets pretty crazy right there. Uh yeah, I, I can I can but, envision yeah, it right the, now. It's you know, funny too
2: yeah. is he was inside doing something and for whatever reason this just popped in my head. Um, I had a skimboard in the back of my truck. So I was skimboarding in his front yard. Yeah, too. we were doing that before
0: it got <laughs> before, too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Before it got too bad. When it was still fun. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Man, this is cool. Yeah. 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 When we thought it was life- still
2: just like a flood. Yeah. Or, it's not life threatening yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, I was out there and then some big jacked up fire truck came and yeah. it was just like, Hey, yeah, we'll come back for you in <clears> like 30 minutes. And then I think like an hour went by and didn't see him again. And we were just like. <laughs> They ended up
4: coming to the door and, and we did, we waded through the water back yeah. to uh league city park with 96 there right. and uh got in the fire truck and they took us to that school down the road. Yeah. It's, yes. That's yeah. right.
2: The school. And then and it we, was cold in there too. Yeah.
4: It was super cold.
2: Yeah. Cause it was October, yeah. right?
4: October. Mm-hmm. I don't you know, remember if it was
2: August. Yeah. I don't remember if it was, oh, it was August. It was August. Yeah, so it wasn't cold really outside, but yeah. I think it was just cause the water and the wind and everything like that. Who knows?
4: So, but I just remember, yeah, we went there. We, tried to sleep for a little bit and then your dad picked us up the next morning and then I went back to my house and you know, and at the end of the day, I think it was like six inches, you know what I mean? It was just enough to, to make it annoying bad. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Just enough to make it bad and a full, you know, extensive cut out and rebuild of the sheetrock And, and all that stuff yeah hurricane harvey
1: know. what a bitch
0: it was dude. Yeah, dude that sucked yeah yeah i remember that a Man. lot of people were out because of that fight there was a fight going on i think it was mayweather and mcgregor mm-hmm. I had, yes I had, I, yeah. right. people at my house
1: that night <laughs> for the fight yeah and um so they actually were able to leave before the storm rolled in like it was raining but mm-hmm. it wasn't it was flooded yet hard. so like oh hey we're gonna get out of here fight's over um, and they actually rolled out in time make it to their houses but yeah I remember thinking man if they, they'd have stayed here any longer yeah
0: they would have just stayed overnight we'd
1: have just hanging yeah. out at the yeah. house which yeah. is fine maybe. where were you at what house Galveston Galveston I was on uh, yeah at my, my first house Galveston in Galveston mm. Yeah that, scary, yeah, that sounds scary. Yeah, that sounds know, super scary. It was a little sketchy, but you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. So, skimboarding
0: over the causeway, Hurricane Harvey. Yeah, skimboarding.
1: <laughs> I did go onto the causeway and parked at the top and was like checking everything out at one point because my truck was tall enough to get through yeah. the water. But um, anyhow, so so time time passes. You you cook bacon and eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go stay the night at the school. His dad comes and gets you. And, uh, what, what's the next, what, what's y'all, some of y'all's next ventures y'all get uh, into? The
4: next thing I really remember is opening the gym and like working out. Yeah, you remember when, when the, uh, cause we had a lot of issues with opening the gym yes. with uh, oh, the city ordinance and stuff like that. So with permits it took us a long time to get the gym open. So we, I was, I do remember working out quite a bit. Before, like technically, I had the space, <laughs> but, but there was no have
1: the business. There was no
4: business going on because the fire marshal wouldn't let us uh, open up. Yep. Yeah. In fire the city, marshal. The, in the city inspector.
2: Yeah. Um, so I
4: learned a lot. Speaking of speaking of learning lessons, I learned a lot through that for sure. But I remember just working out a lot. Yeah. You it's can't
1: not just notorious. put some workout equipment. In. You can't lease a building, put workout equipment, and have and. Start a gym. You got to have business license and the fire marshal has to yeah, approve. It has to
4: be safe for the safe. public right. was, was our issue. The building was old and there hadn't been a tenant there for a while. There has to
0: be multiple exits. Like yeah. what's the big deal yeah. here, man? <laughs> yeah. like, that was yeah. the big one actually, because <laughs> yeah. all
4: the exits are at the front. Right. And yeah. we were big enough where they wanted us to have a second exit, but the second exit was backed up to another business on the other side. Right. They didn't make, they yeah. were like, you want me? They were like, Sorry. They really they had no answers. So uh, <laughs> the, what we ended up, the answer was I hired an architect to come in and the architect found a loophole and the city code mm. about how we could get away. Got with a, a shmi the,
1: there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got yes. a shmee in One, that bad boy. Subject matter expert, a shmee. <laughs>
4: yeah, 100%. Got a uh, expert out there and he proved to the city and the fire marshal that we didn't need an exit in the back of the in the yeah. back of the business, and but anyway, so we did. Uh, I just remember working out in there a lot, and at that point, I think is when I learned that you can't do, you can't be great at multiple things at one time. I think that's about the time. So all these other little things kind of stopped mm. yeah. about that time. Oh, dude, he definitely yeah.
2: put all his focus into that. As oh, soon yeah. as he, he got- He quit
1: both of his other jobs
4: yeah. and,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: went all in yeah, on did. OTG. You put all your eggs in that basket.
2: Yeah. So everything,
1: and- everything else stopped
2: from
4: the trading, the stocks, the crypto stuff that I was doing at the time. Everything stopped mm-hmm. just to focus on this one thing. Yeah. And uh, that that's- you know, you can't be great at multiple things, and so right, we really you don't have, have the focused. time. You don't
1: have the time. You don't have dedicate. the mental capacity. Yeah, you can't. It's not even a time issue. You don't have enough time though. But like to, so you need an, to be great at something. You need time. Yeah, and a lot of it. Not very many people have enough time to do multiple great things at mm-hmm. once. Now you can do one and get good or great at it and then do something else and get good or great at it and move on down. Yeah. The you
4: get that first machine
1: working. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of where we're at now. Like the gym's working
4: and now yeah. here we are working on this podcast. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. hopefully we can get this machine working Yeah, and then once it's flowing, then the next machine, you know, yeah. we work it up. And then what, shortly after that,
1: Preston went to the army. Yeah. So, right? so you went in at 18, you graduate high school the yeah. so army.
2: I actually graduated a semester early from high school. And mm-hmm. uh, I signed all of my paperwork and did everything at 17. So pretty much right after I turned 18. So my mom had an issue with her head. She had a craniotomy and stuff. She had a, what's called an AVM and she had five aneurysms inside of it. It's basically a bunch of veins, arteries and stuff that form a mass. Wow. And so it was about a golf ball size in her head that had five aneurysms in it. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, so she had a craniotomy. So I pushed my date back um, my ship out date for the, for basic training. Uh, I think it was like a month or two or so. And then, Dealt with all that stuff. And then finally I came out and I left, went to basic and started my years of, you know, a love hate relationship. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us about
4: that. Like, what's that like? I don't know. One, I don't know. This is something I should be more educated on. I don't know very much of anything about like. Tell
2: us a handful of stuff you love and a handful of stuff you hate. Man, look there. So basic, I'll just kind of start from the beginning going through basic and stuff. Basic was, uh, we had a couple people just in the in processing. It's called thirtieth AG, and you go there. That's where you get your uniforms, you get your first haircut, you get all your stuff, you know, shots, whatever. And we had people that were quitting in thirtieth AG. People were quitting. I was Why? What do you mean? I don't. They, It was, I think, what it was. Probably didn't it, like the haircut or
0: something. Yeah, yeah. my I'm out. Um, well,
2: I don't know if you remember. I shaved my head for my because my mom had a craniotomy, and so I shaved me and my buddy shaved our heads for her because she had to get half of her shaved. Yeah. So oh, uh, I nice. already was used to that, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, whatever. You know.
1: Go ahead and give me a free haircut. Yeah. Right? <laughs>
2: and uh, it was a little bit shorter than, yeah. <laughs> you know, what I was used to, but you know, it wasn't bad. And so, but I think the biggest thing was the change of environment for people. And, um, uh, just, I mean, they realized, oh my gosh, I'm in a different state. I've been away from
4: family before me. Yeah, where'd you go to basic at,
2: uh, Georgia. Oh, wow. I'm and sorry to hear that. <laughs> yeah. It was,
4: <laughs> what's it like though, mentally, like what's going through your head. You're seeing these people quit. You're doing these things for the first time. You're away from your parents for the first time. I, mean, like-
2: I had a crazy sense of like deja vu. I don't know why. I just felt like, it felt like I had already been through this stuff before with other things. And I, I almost feel like football practice, like coaches yelling at you and stuff. That's how it was for me. At least we had it guys kind of familiar to you, right? Uh, we had guys like breaking down, like crying, like 30 year old guys there that were breaking down crying. I was just like, This is really weird. So
1: you're like 18 and you're like, okay, just give me my haircut and I'm going to go work
0: out. (laughs) Yeah. I just just survived Hurricane Harvey. Like what's going on? Yeah, Yeah. right. I was was
1: directing traffic
2: (laughs) during a fucking hurricane, (laughs) right? But uh, yeah, so I mean, I just, it's really easy. It's so easy. And I say this, you know, because now it's even more especially easy, but um, it was easy for me because they give you what you're doing for the day. They tell you what to do. They tell you what to wear and when to be there.
1: Yeah. So I I would, I get the the impression that being in the military is simple, but not easy. It's physically demanding. You got to make sure you're on time. You got to make sure your stuff's all squared away, Right. it's very simple. They tell you exactly what you need to do when you need to do it. Right. It's very, do the things they
2: say. I say it because obviously me and Philip worked out a lot. And I mean, I was just very fit in general Mm-hmm. And so it was all that stuff was, yeah I played sports, you know, football, yeah, basketball, used to soccer, out. baseball, whatever, everything, you know, you name it. And so I was used to that. So the physical part, I was, that was not a challenge for me. Um, a lot of people dealt with like the mental of being away and like, oh my God, people, you yeah. know me. I mean? like, There were some things that were very questionable that happened by some of the drills, like just like belittling people. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what
4: I, I was just, I'll, I think maybe they're testing people. And I think that this is. Um, you're, you're kind of brushing over this, like it's not a big deal, but I think that there's, you have a strength here that you're just kind of blowing off, but to be able to, to mentally bring yourself to feel like, oh, this feels familiar. Well, that's a skill that not a lot of people have. Just like we were in that house of water coming in and I'm freaking out. Preston's like, dude. We're gonna direct do, man. traffic. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Let's we make some, some bacon yeah.
2: and eggs. Yeah. Yeah. You right. know, but he. <laughs> I gotta get the bacon, bacon and eggs. Come on, <laughs> and that sounds funny.
4: Like we're all here laughing about it, but that's a skill. That's a skill. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that that is calm is a very in the face of valuable.
2: You know, I never thing. even really thought about it like that. It is. Yeah. nobody's ever said that to me, so I just didn't cross. my For it's sure, because they're I'm all breaking
4: down, but you can get inside your head and put yourself in an environment, and that allows you to be not. I don't want to say stronger, but in that moment in time, you become a stronger person than anyone else in the area. More
2: mental fortitude than the other And, you know, I'm not going to, like, brag on myself or anything, but I definitely was a little bit ahead of a lot of people in basic training, from my perspective, Mm -hmm. at least, you know, because we had a wide variety of people in basic. I mean, we had dudes that were, like, ridiculously smart, and Uh just they were book smart, not street smart or anything. So, like, some of the things Mm -hmm. were just, like, kind of – the outcasts of the group. Right. And then you have people from all over the world come in. I mean, we had a Sikh in my class actually. Um, I can't remember exactly where he was from, but I mean, he had hair that he looked like Jesus. Wow. He had a beard that went down, you know, to his hip line. Yeah. He was a Sikh. What's that? There's like a, it's a religion um, basically, but that's what they call They call them the Sikhs. And uh, there's another one too. I can't remember. But yeah. So he had hair, you know, and we were just like, oh, cause he had a super long beard. And we are like, dude, I wish I could have a beard, you know, like, dude, you're so Mm -hmm. lucky, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, the dude, you're not allowed with that religion. You're not allowed to shave, cut hair or anything like that's against the religion. And so, you know, that's the cool thing about the army is if you do have religion, then uh, that goes against that, then you can keep your facial hair and your hair and stuff like that. So like they didn't, he didn't get it cut off for basic or nothing. Um, That's funny.
1: I've told the story about my dad. (laughs) My dad went to the Marine Corps in the seventies. Everybody is—they're hippies, smoking weed, yeah, long man. hair, all that stuff, you know. And uh, I don't remember if it was him or one of his buddies. He said they showed up, and of course it's seventies, so these drill instructors are saying and doing things that are probably not politically correct. Right, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he said, you know, they're lining people up, they're sh- giving shots, issuing equipment, buzzing hair off, and I can't remember if it was my dad or his buddy. Um, sat down. They both have long hair, and um, he uh, he was like, so you know the the. Barber's like, what do you know? The drill instructor is like, what, what do you want? You know, what kind of haircut do you want or whatever? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I think I really had a choice. I'm, par- I'm kind of breezing through the beginning of the story. It's not yeah. the punchline. And uh, the drill instructor asked him if he would like to keep some on the top or if he would like to keep his sideburns or something. And um, he's like, yes, sir. And he goes, all right, hold out your hands. <laughs> and he shaved it off and he grabbed a handful and he put it in his hand and was like, you can keep that. <laughs> Would you like to keep some or whatever? That's funny. And, uh, I, that story has always oh, stuck with uh, me. I've never heard that one. You want to keep your sideburns or you want to keep your, your, uh, some on the top or whatever. All right. You can keep it. Hold, hold your hands out. That's
2: really <laughs> and, So anyhow, yeah. So, um, Yeah. After going through, you know, the more majority of it, like, I think one of the first things that you do in basic training is a confidence course. And they call it a confidence course because there's a lot of really high, uh, like options, very large, like playground basically is what it is. And so you have to go through and climb towers. Like you Mm -hmm. don't have a harness on, you don't have anything. I mean, there's fall protection and stuff, but you know, you're climbing up Baird, you have to use your body strength and everything. And that was super easy for me. I like to climb. So I'm, I'm a tree yeah. climber, you know, yeah. I, I grew up doing that stuff. So, um, but the one thing that did scare me, uh, I think it was like 40 or 50 foot tall. And it's just a giant ladder and it goes kind of at a point, And so the higher you get, the narrow it gets, and then it goes to a rope and the rope is like hundred foot long and you have to get on top of the rope and you have to slide on top of the rope all the way down it and then you flip over and let yourself fall like 20 feet into a net nice that was like that that took a little bit of like okay come on don't so what don't happens a weenie, if you, don't, what you, don't, happens like if do you don't
4: make it what happened if you don't make it
2: i mean you're just going to fall into the net either oh
4: way, you don't get but, as good of a confidence score
2: right i guess yeah. okay yeah and sorry it, it's yeah. not really so they don't like score you or like uh, test you on it or whatever but they just they make you go through it until you get it right pretty much uh, yeah and so it puts you in some
1: adverse scenarios yeah. that mm-hmm. it's not always going to be comfortable, especially if right. you go to war. Yeah.
2: You and know? then I think right after the, the next week after that was the repelling tower. And that was where I was like, wow, this is super cool. I really want to do this, but really kind of, yeah. kind of sketchy, you know, because so, the rope is very thin on that stuff. And it's like, I don't think that's going to hold me, Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I mean, it does, it, it did, yeah. did its job and everything. And so, you know, you get suited up and get your little army helmet on and everything yeah. and a
1: little uh, army helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <There you go.
2: laughs> and, uh, then you just, you rappel down the tower and yeah. you know, that after I did that, everything else pfft, easy. easy, I could do yeah. any of it, you know? And then the other thing, we just, we did a lot of rucks. So each week we did a build up. So the, the, the first ruck, March that we ever did. You know, you guys know what a ruck is mm-hmm. weighted vest basically. Yeah, so no, 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 not it. a vest. Yeah. Uh, with their bag, right? Yeah. It's a big backpack. I should have brought it. Dang. Yeah. Um, it's you a, you could have it backpack. on the show. <laughs> right. Yeah. You have rucked here. I should have just wore my whole uniform. <laughs> yeah. She just rucked down from, from Lazy. the house. I'm actually doing 75 hard and that was a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Rucking, you know, the however many miles, 50 miles, but yeah. So Each week we had a build-up ruck. I think the first one was like a mile or two. And oh my gosh, that was the hardest thing I'd ever done. Typically it's like about 35 to 40 pounds in this big backpack and you're just wearing it and you're just walking. That's all it is. We had weapons that we were carrying and that was it. So
1: you're weighted down. You probably got, you know, 50, between 50 and a hundred pounds of gear
0: on you. Right. Right.
2: Yeah. And that the, one that's mile, what the, that's what the rucks are for. They're kind of like preparing you to walk long distances with all your right. gear on. Yeah. Okay. With, with it. your gear, everything you need to survive in a, whatever place it is. And so, um, man, that like one mile, that first ruck, there, I think it was like one or two miles, but that was the hardest thing I had ever done really? to that time. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'd walked with like some weight stuffed in a backpack before and you know, that was easy, but I don't know with the boots and just where we were going, the environment, I think I was already kind of physically exhausted too. And then mm-hmm. we went on this ruck later at night, actually. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. It was on pavement too. So it was kind of a little bit harder on the feet. And uh, but yeah, that was like one of the hardest things. And then after that, it just kept going up by you know a mile or two miles until we got to 12 miles. And then the 12 mile, so for combat and I was infantry. I was airborne infantry in the 82nd. Um, so did a lot of jumpy boy stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of perfectly good airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah. So with rucking and everything, the standard for that is three hours for a 12 mile ruck. Yeah. And which is it's a lot harder than you think, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, done that. I've
4: actually I've never tried it. Yeah, Maybe I should,
2: but it's this is awesome on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This, this one thing that I was going to tell you that I was going to hit on today for sure. Cause I thought about it was combat fitness is the new, like hip thing. Hip. Apparently. Yeah. We had, mm. um, a mm. <laughs> this is I was totally off topic. Let me just say this. So I'll get back on, <laughs> but we had a NFL football team, like the whole training group for an NFL team come down to our company and talk to us and learn some of the combat fitness stuff that we do so that they can implement it for like NFL stuff and all that everything. Wow. So that was pretty cool. That, that was a cool. really cool wow. thing. I did a lot of cool stuff in my mm-hmm. army career that a lot of people have not even come close in a 20 year career. You yeah. Know? And, um, but yeah, so going back to that, we did, you know, the rucks, it was a mile each time each week added until we got to the 12 mile. And then we had, it was like our version of the crucible or whatever, mm-hmm. it our hell week or whatever. And, um, that was pretty hard. That was very physically demanding. Um, But we knew that this was the last thing. And so everybody was just trying to help each other at like, Hey, if you can't carry that, then give it to me. I'll carry it for a little bit. We'll switch off. You know, like at one point I had so full gear, like my vest, my, like with my ballistic plates. And so they were training plates, but um, that I had a box of MREs, which is very uncomfortable to hold by the way, like with just one arm. And then I had My rifle and then a machine gun in my right hand. Hell yeah. And then we would just switch off. So I would switch the machine gun for a five gallon water jug or I'd switch the box MREs for another water jug. So at one point I was carrying two water jugs. At one point I was carrying my weapon, the machine gun, two water jugs, and a box of MREs stuck in between here so I can give these dudes a break from carrying the stuff. And then you know, after that. So anyway, the point was, it was very challenging, you know, cause we had a lot more stuff to carry than we had arms to carry. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds so, like the big
4: challenge there is <clears throat> the mental fortitude, the kind of Sean used that term earlier mm-hmm. because it's the monotony of it. Right. You yeah. know, it doesn't sound like mm-hmm. much. You're just walking with a backpack yeah. and you're like, Oh, I just gotta carry this box. But you ever been carrying a box like, Inside from your car to the kitchen, you're like, like this sucks. Yeah, this is yeah, very yeah. annoying. Think about do that for three hours. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you I'm, know, yeah, I'm so,
0: terrible about like grabbing baskets at the uh, grocery store. The other day I went in there, I grab <laughs> something, I grab a couple of things. Next you know I have all this. <laughs> yeah, stuff. I do the, the same around. Around. Like an idiot. I'm, I'm not like, oh,
1: getting a cart yeah, today. A <laughs> right. Basket, damn hell! So, yeah. Fall <laughs> on the ground.
4: Preston comes out of nowhere, scoops the for you. i your oranges.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I love it. (laughs) But uh yeah, so we did that and um we knew that was the last thing. We didn't know what was gonna happen next. We just knew that was the last thing. And so Mm -hmm. what we did was we took all that stuff, we rucked to our little company area, we dropped the water jugs and gear, and then they were like, All right, go back out to the road with all your stuff on. And we were I was just like, Oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do anything else. Like, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: how am I gonna do more? They want us to do more. And so I think we end up rucking another mile down the road uh to a place. It's called Honor Hill. And that's where every single infantryman that has been in, you know, the United States Army has graduated. That's where they go at the end for their graduation. Nice. And so we rucked like another mile down the road, dropped all our stuff. And then there's a it's really cool how it is. It's like it's kind of weird. It's kind of like some voodoo stuff almost. But um, I'm into it. So the when you get up there, the gates <laughs> open up and there's just this giant bonfire of stuff and it's like there's no lights around either so it's just the bonfire and then you have like a couple drill sergeants standing around their hats are looking all mean and oh yeah and they were like basically all right boys like welcome to honor hill you guys have done it you made it yeah you made Dang. it pretty much and so that was that was really cool for me that was one of those special to- uh moments um and, you know, actually Honor Hill burned down, um, like I think a year ago or something. Really? So yeah. It was very sad to see Yeah, big bonfire. <laughs> not, not a lot. I of mean, but yeah. It's, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So we did the whole ceremony and then you guys know what a grog is. No. A grog is where they mix a whole bunch of like random stuff in a big punch bowl, basically. And big like- potion. Big potion. Yeah. It's on yeah. alcohol yeah. So, yeah, so, jungle or? Oh yeah. Everything. I mean. Jungle juice. Like just random juices, juice. <laughs> random alcohol. And it, it tastes terrible. Um, it's always okay. terrible. It's just mix of whatever, you know? Yeah. Sorry. Um, okay. so um, There's none of that allowed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But
0: uh, <laughs> we bought the grog up and he got mad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking grog.
2: <laughs> yeah. So what they did, uh, and you know what's really funny that I'm going to tell the story before I finish because some dude we have those little canteen cups. They're metal Mm -hmm. canteen cups. We use those to shave in the field. We use those to, you know, do whatever. One of my buddies, (laughs) I laugh because I'm picturing it. One of my buddies that was in basic with me used his to go to the bathroom to pee in. And (laughs) why instead of anyway, I don't know. He was walking and Instead of just like slinging it everywhere, you know, yeah. like do whatever it is, yeah. So he, he peed in it or whatever, and um, again we had shaved, so there's shaving cream, like little whiskers all in there and everything, and so those cups were what they filled up the grog with. Jesus, uh. that you probably part so <laughs> That's probably part of the reason, but I know for sure those things have never been cleaned out in the years that they have been used. Uh. And so, yeah, so we drank They're, out of the economic. grog. You
1: drank, drank out of your shaving pee cup. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we drank out of it. And, uh, and Thanks, then,
0: Sergeant. Yeah,
2: right. I'll have another. <laughs> A little gritty. Yeah, so then I graduated uh, and I went straight to airborne school after that. Um, we had a big like ceremony for the graduation and then, you know, I went, saw my parents for a little bit and I went straight to airborne school and that was also in Georgia. Yes. It was like right down the road from it. Okay. Um, so we took a bus over there and I think we, I got like a four day week and whatever. So we went out to a bowling alley and like, bowl and just, it was normal stuff, you know, and then, uh, in process for airborne school. And there was a lot of stuff that I was just like, why? And then I started seeing other people that couldn't even get it right and stuff. And I was like, okay, you know, I understand it now, but we did it. You start off ground week and then you go to tower week and then you go to jump week. So ground week, you do everything on the ground. You learn how to fall whenever like you land with a parachute, you learn how to land basically. And then, um, tower week is, uh, you're kind of jumping out of like towers. You're in basically a big playground. It's all swings. So you're just swinging and you're just like learning to pull your slip and like stuff yeah. like that on parachute. And then um, you have a giant, it's like a, I think it was a 34 foot tower or something. And it's got zip lines that go all the way down about a hundred foot. And so you're sitting out, it's like a mock airplane. You're sitting out, you're holding, you got your harness and everything on, it's hooked up. And then they're like, all right, go. And then you jump out and the zip line catches you. and You just zip line all the way down. That was super fun. It yeah. was really cool. Uh, so I enjoyed that. And then um, I think we had another four day weekend before jump week. And uh, so we got a little bit of a break before it. And then we get into jump week and the first day, I think it was, yeah, the first day that we jumped or we were trying to jump, it was raining and windy. It was terrible. So they scratched all the night. We were sitting rigged up in parachutes, these heavy, uncomfortable parachutes for hours. And um, so, yeah, so that first day got scratched. The second day got scratched, too. So we're left with, like, really a day and a half or whatever to jump. And we have to do, you have to do five jumps out of a plane to get like your wings basically and so in that first day we jumped three times so jump you grab your parachute everything run back they bust you back you grab a new parachute you get on another plane go jump again and we did that three times the first day and then the second time um the second day was two jumps in a row and um one of them was a night jump too so Cause like you Man, you do all out yeah it was it was super trippy whenever yeah. whenever you jump out because you're looking out the door of the plane and like it's black you don't see anything
0: yeah mm. and it's just like you gotta step okay. out
2: just into the darkness on and yeah. this
0: this is
4: something because of a um a special uh I don't know what you call it but this is not something that everyone does or is this like your no. special unit? Like what yeah. are what are you doing within the army to have to go do this special type of training?
2: Uh everyone. it's I just kind of got this contract from my recruiter they're like hey we have this airborne slot if you want it oh and
4: so you didn't just, pick it it's just
2: well no i did sign. i did pick it actually because okay. it's an extra like 150 dollars a month and i was like oh yeah whatever jumping out of planes for free you're paying me to jump out of a plane yeah that sounds cool okay. you know yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah that's how that got but um yeah so our unit the reason why we have an airborne unit in the army is mainly for airfield seizures so if whatever, like the Kabul thing, the whole, I'll get into that later, but the whole Kabul airport in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. like there was a tentative idea in some big wigs brain that we were going to jump in there and take it back. Cause all the people, all the Afghanis and everything flooded that whole airport and, uh, tried to basically take over it. And so they had an idea, like we were thinking for probably a good week that we were about to jump into Afghanistan and everybody was just like, yo, this is sick but like crazy like you know
4: and you were going to be a part of that
2: yeah Yeah. so well i was i was a part of cool but yeah we didn't jump unfortunately because that would have been pretty cool but (laughs) uh yeah so so yeah so we get done with everyone's cool i get my wings i go directly to my unit and uh shout out seco 1504 (laughs) uh, out of red devils and um so yeah so i get there and immediately just I go get all my gear issued to me. I get in process, blah, blah, blah. And then I immediately go out to the field. And they're doing a whole like week, two week long field op. They're just like live fires, practicing stuff and um, doing what we call battle drills, like how to set up an ambush or whatever. <clears throat> so I get out there and then we get done with the field. We go on two weeks of leaf. This is Christmas time now. And so I'm all the way back here. Keep in mind, I was in Fort Bragg, North Carolina, you know, so I'm all the way back here. North uh, Carolina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a good time. Very beautiful state. Yeah. I'll say. Not around Fort Bragg, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I come back and I hadn't driven my truck in months, you know, I've been gone. So got my truck, got pretty much everything I owned fit in my truck. And I was, this is towards the end of our leave. And I was about to start heading back. And I get a call from one of the, uh, my team leaders at the time. And he was just like, hey, uh, I think it was a Wednesday and he was like, Hey, be back by Saturday. We're having a formation like blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, okay, that's weird. Like whatever. And then I get another call 30 minutes later. Hey, be back Friday, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, okay, like what's going on? They're like, we're getting more information. And I was like, okay. And then another probably 30 minutes to an hour of me driving already on my way to North Carolina. They were like, Hey, you need to be back in 24 hours. We're deploying. And I was oh. like, Oh, oh, uh okay i then was just a it was a whole wave of emotions i was just like whoa yeah we're I, going to war i don't know what i'm doing i'm brand new like i don't <sighs> know this stuff i was like damn i should have paid attention to basic like <laughs> yeah. to all this stuff i was like oh uh-huh <laughs> and uh because you know the thing was is our, our drill sergeant's always, always like you're probably never going to deploy blah blah blah. like you they need would say know this but yeah they they told us that they're like you're probably yeah. never going to deploy i've only got however many deployments blah 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 like And I'm an E6 or whatever, Mm -hmm. and I was just like, okay. And then tensions with Iran started, and then you know, while I was in airborne school, actually, and um, yeah, so I deployed. Like, I got home at four in the morning, or got to Fort Bragg at four in the morning, unloaded everything I owned, packed my stuff for deployment, and then um, what I do? I sealed my room shut, and then I had to go back to the company, and then got locked down from there. So it was just like you guys can't leave. Like we're about to go. And yeah, so and I was like, okay. So I slept at the company for like, I think it was like two or three days. And then we left and uh, we got stuck in Kuwait for a while. And uh, if you don't know anything about Kuwait, Kuwait is very sandy and very hot. It's and that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's, yeah. And it smells very bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we got stuck in Kuwait for a while and l- being in that moment and being in Kuwait, we trained every day, twice a day. Like our schedule was Monday to Saturday. Sunday was like our only rest day that we didn't have anything planned. And, um, it was Monday through Saturday, wake up at 5.00 AM or four or 5.00 AM before the sun comes out and everything. So it's not stupid, hot workout and then go eat breakfast and then go to after that, like we had like either a range schedule, So we had to go shoot or do whatever, or we went to go work out again, or it was just constant. There was no rest or we had classes <clears throat> in that probably like two or three months that we got stuck there. I probably crammed like two to three years worth of knowledge yeah, in that two or three months. And at the time it was sucked. I was like, dude, this is terrible. Like, mm-hmm. let me just chill. We're not doing anything, you know. Like, blah blah. I'm tired of training every day. Mm-hmm. But looking back, I was extremely thankful for that. You yeah, know, there's a lot of things that you might be going through now that are just like, dude, this sucks. But you know, a lot of times in the end, you look back and you're like, wow, I'm actually really glad I did that. And that's oh, yeah. one of the things I'm really glad that I did that. And I pushed through it. And uh, you're either going to be uncomfortable
1: now or uncomfortable later. Right. That's, yeah. that's, that's life period.
2: Yeah. And when and it comes to fitness,
1: when it comes to business, military, whatever. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, anyhow, sorry. That, yeah. that's no,
2: you're good. Point, point um, I wanted to bring up. I wanted you to kind of say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I was uh, hoping that you would say that I yeah. fell
1: right into his trap.
2: <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I think it was like two or three months that we got stuck there and then we got the call to push to Iraq. And so we hated our commander at the time. We called him Steve. His real name is, I'm not going to say it. Um, fuck Steve, but yeah, that's what we said. We said, fuck Steve. Every time. <laughs> and, uh, we even, so we went to a C4 range to go blow up stuff out in Kuwait and we had a big Bangalore charge, like, you know, yay big and a uh, rep C4 all around it and duct tape. And we put fuck Steve on it. up. Yeah. That was a good time. Oh, um, Steve, <laughs> but yeah, if he's watching, you know, he'll know, yeah, <laughs> he, knows me. he knows me very well, yeah. but, uh, yeah, so we did that. Um, we got the call to push to Iraq and he came in like scream. it was like three or four o'clock in the morning. He's screaming like Steve, Steve. Yeah, Steve. And he was like, get up, everybody, we're going to war, blah, blah, blah. Like <laughs> just like going at it. And we were Dang. just like, yo, like, what are you talking about, man? Like, what's going on? They're like, pack your stuff right now. We're like, we're leaving, blah, blah, blah. Just rambling, you know? And uh, cause he, he's a brand new captain. So mm-hmm. he's an O three and he's Still new, like he never deployed before. He's only been in for like, you know, a couple of years. And um, so yeah, so this was like his first, you know. So it's been around. Steve the was still green. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and so he was freaking out. And uh, so like we pack our stuff and everything and went to Iraq, flew on helicopters out there, and that was pretty cool. That was, I think that was my first time being in a helicopter and was going out there. And I love riding in helicopters. I have a mm-hmm. really good story about helicopters. Uh,
1: Let's hear your helicopter. I've never story. been in helicopters. Kind of it. sketchy
2: to me. Oh, dude, there's some. And I'm fun. not a. Uh, I'd uh, rather be in a helicopter than a plane. Anyway. Really? Yeah, 100. Hmm.
1: Yeah, heli- um helicopters just seem really a lot less stable and sketchy to me. But maybe I'm wrong. But I'm not. I'm, I'm not a scared of heights type guy. Like I, heights don't, don't bother me. I've you know did rope access work for several years. I've been skydiving you know, rock climbing, stuff like that. But something about a helicopter just seems
2: like yeah. it could just- They
4: got more control in a helicopter.
2: It's hard. It's hard to fly. You actually, you have more control in a plane, but- oh. If you've ever seen, have you ever seen the video? I kept popping up on my Instagram or something, while but they stick a ball. It's like a plate with a stick and they stick a ball on there and mm-hmm. you have to balance it. That's what it's like to fly a helicopter. Mm. So but your life's on the line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just the ball falling. How much fun does that sound? <laughs> yeah, sounds great. Right? Um, but yeah, so helicopter. Right? I would enjoy that. <laughs> so this is towards the end of my, my time in the army. Um, we got invited to go, uh, to the Daytona, or not Daytona, sorry, the Coca-Cola 600 in South Carolina and uh, for the NASCAR race. And NASCAR. Yeah, buddy, come on. In South Carolina. <laughs> yep.
1: And um, I bet you had some, I bet there was some sights to see. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Lots of Daisy Dukes and a bunch of drunk rednecks. Well, that's what I was getting Yeah, <laughs> yeah Anyway, carry on. carry on. That's how it was. But uh, yeah, so we got invited to go there <laughs> and they were like, hey, but we want you guys to fly in to the stadium. And we were like, Okay. So we got on Blackhawks and we flew into the middle of the stadium. And yeah, that's how it was. Damn. It was a sold out race too. So the stands are packed. Of course, it was in There's South people. Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> right. NASCAR, NASCAR, NASCAR is NASCAR. NASCAR. Be, yeah. Come on, do it for NASCAR in, NASCAR in South Carolina. Yeah, like Jeff but, uh, Gordon, Dale yeah. Earnhardt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's it, it Bubba. That's all you need. <laughs> but, yeah. So there was... And you know what, At, after we landed, um, so we had vehicles that we tested for the army. It was actually my company specifically tested these new vehicles for the army called the ISV and a uh, piece of crap by the way. <laughs>
3: um,
2: but yeah, so we took those, as soon as we landed, we got out, I had a big rocket launch army. It's called a Carl G Carl Gustav and it's a big rocket launcher and it was very uncomfortable and I had my weapon and everything too, my other one. And so we're running to. From the middle of the stadium to the track to get in these cars or these, you know, trucks that we tested. And we did like a couple laps around and everything. Dang, the American that's flags. Sad. And it was really cool. And I have Dang. a lot of pictures I'll show you guys later. But um yeah, so that was really cool. That was probably one of the coolest things because I mean, you're flying over the stadium. We did like a couple laps around the stadium in the helicopter. Mm-hmm. And so doors are open on the helicopter. So I'm hanging out of the helicopter in the seat and like watching everybody. everybody's just like wow. Because you know, yeah. like, hey, you're close everybody- enough to see right. like to see individual yeah. people. Yeah, exactly. And Dang. so uh, once we landed and got out of the trucks and everything like that, I had never taken so many pictures with people I'd never Will ever see again in my life? No, right. I never knew. Like, everybody was coming up to me, like, dude, can I take a picture? And I was just like, yeah, sure, come on, you know, whatever. So, there's probably a lot of like really weird pictures of me with a whole green face. And yeah. And uh, <laughs> like I, I don't I, have I guess, any of these pictures. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they should have freaking made me a recruiter because I let a lot of the kids. Hold the rocket launcher and stuff. And yeah. You're
1: like, you're Dude, you got to take a rocket launcher it. to
2: a school. That's a good way to get <laughs> yeah, <it. right? laughs> yeah. That's how you're yeah. kids. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I let a bunch of the kids hold the rocket and they were like, oh my gosh, really? Like, this is so cool. And I'm just like, yeah, hold it. Like, you, yeah. you know, play with it, whatever. Yeah. The trigger, Like, do whatever. <laughs> it's you know, unloaded. So yeah. Um, but yeah. So that was really cool. And I guarantee you a lot of those kids are probably. From the military. Oh yeah. Because oh. of you,
1: you yeah. should get royalties off that <laughs> right? you, young, what I'm you young South Carolina kids that joined the uh, yeah. army in 10 years. Uh, he gets, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Preston gets a thousand bucks a
0: head. Yeah, yeah, so walk what up what with their application. I want to shoot a rocket launcher now. <laughs> I ain't working for Steve. He's
2: a yeah. bitch. Yeah, but fuck Steve. So, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, he actually, he's gone to a different unit and I'm he got stuck in a shop doing the shitty job and that's exactly what he deserved. Too. So it's, <laughs> yeah, we were for very you, happy to hear that. Cause we had a couple buddies in his unit that were telling us about it. Good so, for you, so, Steve. You yeah. do that
1: shitty work. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's yeah. got to
2: do it, man. Yeah. But, uh, it but like yeah. a pretty
1: wild
4: army career. Yeah. All yeah, kinds of ups that. and downs. So you do
1: four years. Yeah. Four years yep. active. Sure. And, uh, when did you come home?
2: I didn't get home until September 1st, this last September yep. 1st. I knew right. that. I just wanted to, People at home to realize. So we're recording. We're recording
1: this. as it April or May right now? April thirtieth. Thirtieth. Um, sorry, I've been in Hawaii for nine days. Yeah, month it on is. island time. Yeah.
0: Come on. I,
1: hey, no the, clocks. The Hawaiians. I feel like okay. There's clocks and, but like, <laughs> they really are on island time. Speed limits are like twenty five. Just and oh, If dying. you get to an intersection, like say, say you're driving down the road. and and you need to turn, but there's no stop sign and Texas, you're going to wait until every single one of those people goes past and you're going to turn. Right. If you slow down and the person in front of you, they're like, Oh, uh, you need, and they do this. They do this at each other. You need to, you need to cross. <laughs> and you just give them the thing and they'll stop. They'll stop all the traffic let you turn. Word. Yeah. They're very courteous drivers. <laughs> Dang. Um, cool people, man. They Is that a Puka Show, necklace? What you mean? Uh, that? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, my Airbnb host gave me one and I accidentally left it at the at the thing. It was not like a tight one, it was like a <laughs> but anyhow. It should have been a tight one. Yeah. yeah like, all, the say. all white with a
2: screw on the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, I used to wear those as a kid. All yeah, the the shark, time. Shark I, I don't this. know
1: if I had one, but I do remember them. Uh but <laughs> yeah, Hawaii dude. Uh they and like businesses are like nine to five, and that's a suggestion. Like yeah. a coffee shop <laughs> hours, nine to five, Monday through Wednesday.
4: They're, 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 they're surfing from Thursday through
2: Sunday.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like they, they, I mean, in Japan, they don't get until 10. Yeah. So, so now, now we're also on Maui and Kauai, which are not the big island in Oahu. Oahu is probably the most populous with has Honolulu and all that. Mm-hmm. It's a little more metropolis, I guess, from what I understand, but Maui and Kauai, nah, man. And uh, they'll show up when they get there and, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, anybody who's like wait, wait,
0: staff, they're just like, yeah, sure, man. They're know, walking past you to yeah. open up. Oh, excuse me.
2: Can I get a <laughs> so, refill? Are you
3: thinking yourself?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, super cool, man. I enjoyed it. So I didn't know what month it was, but anyhow, he got out in September, yeah. October, November, December, January, February, March, April. So six, seven months, eight months tops. Mm-hmm. You've been home. Yeah. Um, so it feels weird. Yeah.
2: What are you doing now, Preston? What's the, what's the path forward from here? Uh, I left my last job. Actually, that was a terrible job. I was working a lot for Steve. No, <laughs> uh, Steve. similar, almost worse than Steve. Oh actually. wow. Uh, I was working four days on, two days off, twelve hour shift, but it was days and nights. Oh, so oof. that's rough. It was very yeah. rough for me and. I was supposed to be on a DuPont schedule. So I get yeah. a week off every month, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. that's the reason I accepted the job. Cause it wasn't the pay that I wanted for sure. Right. It's definitely not, you know, in my opinion, I'm worth way more, you know, right, <laughs> sure. but, um, yeah. So I, I did that job. We were supposed to be on DuPont and I didn't find out that we weren't on that schedule until four days in of starting working there. Oh, And <laughs> I was like, yo, this ain't cool. And I stuck it out for a while. Um, I was still getting paid from the army cause I took terminal leave. Mm-hmm. So I had 83 days of terminal leave that nice. I took. So that was like the end of my contract and everything. So I took all those days and came home early. Nice. Um, so I was still getting paid. I was actually getting paid more than I ever was in the army. Cause I got BAH for not being in still not being in the barracks. So I was getting double paychecks for a while. And that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was so awesome. Oh my gosh. If I can make that money like a month oh, you can. now, I mean, I can, but I'm, working on it yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah but uh if i could make that all the time then i'd be loaded yeah. but yeah you're gonna so be
4: it's only a matter of time don't
2: worry i will yeah trust me I, the way that i work flip a yeah,
1: couple so. of crotch rockets
2: <laughs> do a couple <laughs> of full
1: <Yeah>. services <laughs> exactly. you're there dude trade some stocks you
2: know yeah, yeah. trade some 4-h definitely mm-hmm. 4x but uh oh, 4x sorry <laughs> yeah so so i left that job finally um I guess like three or four weeks ago. And I just started with a new company and this company is awesome.
1: Good. So what are you that. doing? You don't have to t- shout out Network. the company or anything. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say the
2: company, but it's, uh, I do battery backup systems for like grids and okay. plants and pipelines, like nuclear power plants, offshore rigs, interesting like, stuff like that. So nice. um,
1: they lose power. Y'all come in or
2: y'all systems right. come Picks into in. play. Yeah. So we install like battery chargers for them. I mean,
1: Generac, except for
2: cooler. Yeah. It, <laughs> and you know what too, these batteries though, they're not like regular, like car batteries. As you think these batteries are huge. Like we have batteries that are about yay big all the way to 700 pound batteries. Wow. And you know, that was the last time I was on, we were doing these batteries were on like three or 400 pounds, but we were just them. you know, doing whatever. And, uh, Going back to what you said earlier about like that, me having a skill of just kind of being chill whenever everybody else freaking out. Um, one of the dudes dropped one of the 400 pound batteries and cracked it. Sulfuric acid went everywhere. Blah, blah, blah. Ah, Yeah. And yeah, it was fine. Yeah. See, that's what I said. <laughs> that's what I told him. I was like, dude, it's fine. Like, yeah, it'll buff out. Yeah, it'll, it'll, buff, out. it'll yeah. buff out. Yeah. We'll yeah. just mop that up. <laughs> <laughs> but shit happens, you know, and I get that. There's a lot of things that I'm saying my first rodeo on, you know, things happening or instance right. or whatever. And, um, I just told him, I was like, Hey man, look, things happen. Let's go grab the spill kit. So the other dude ran, grab the spill kit. He's been trained and, on this, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, so this is, it's funny. This is actually my first job with this company. That's the, that was the first one I did uh-huh. like actually. Mm. And so I'd never, I didn't know what their actual like procedure was for stuff like this. And yeah. so, you know, we kind of, but I figured it out, you know, <laughs> I'm good at figuring things out. And, um, so yeah, so we cleaned it all up and did everything. And then you know, they're going to go back on Monday. I'm going to do a different job, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I'm doing that now and you know, it's, it's good money, but the good thing is I get every weekend off for, for the most yeah. part. You know, I work nice. Monday through Friday straight days mm-hmm. and I'm making a little bit more money than what I was at the last job. Good and,
1: deal. Yeah, nice so
2: man. Extremely happy about that. Like just my mental state, cause my mental state back at the other job was not good going down mm-hmm. very yeah. bad. You can ask, you know, my parents and some friends and stuff like that. Or, Dude, I didn't even really recognize you anymore. You know? Yeah.
4: Is he going to stay, you feel like you're going to stay here for a while or like, what do you think?
2: Oh yeah. No, I'm going to definitely, I'm going to stay mm-hmm. here and learn because just the big push for like the new, like green energy stuff mm-hmm. and yeah. solar and everything. The only way to harvest that energy is batteries. And right. they're giving me that opportunity to learn all about these different batteries yeah. and how Be Part to of the future for it. sure. Right. And that's the main reason why I want to stay with this company for as long as I can until just a better opportunity comes. Right. Very cool. Um, So yeah,
1: that's super cool story, man. Um, I want to run through a few of the takeaways here. Sure. Uh, We started off with y'all meeting each other. Try things, Mm -hmm. people at home. You (laughs) got to get that OJT. You can talk about it all you want. Try some stuff, understand you will win and you will lose. You know, it's both of those will happen. Over time, the longer you wait, the more the feel, fear will probably build. The longer you wait to take action, the fear of the action will grow. Um, and be, go straight into his basic training do something every day that sucks yeah. and bingo, get, and get yourself uncomfortable on the front end now. <laughs> that way you can be more comfortable later, right? Because yeah. you're going to be uncomfortable at some point. Fitness is just one basic thing that we talk about on the show. You're either going to get uncomfortable and be fit now, or you're going to be very uncomfortable later when you're older, a little bit overweight, health markers aren't where they should be on your blood work. So that's a biggie y'all
2: get, do something that sucks every day and get uncomfortable. I'm going to cut you off for a second because I wanted to add something to that. Go ahead. Um, You're talking about doing something every day and don't have expectations because when you have expectations and it doesn't meet, then you know, you kind of feel like down or whatever. Don't have expectations. Just.
1: Do yeah. With, do what needs what, to be done. I, right. Yeah. I, I'm a big thing on, um, I think it's Russell Wilson. Our, I don't remember who it is. One of the a celebrity or an athlete that has personal coaches and they do, they, uh, foster what they call the neutral mindset mm-hmm. where you get your, your brain to a place where basically you're poised at all times. Nothing is good. Nothing is bad. Um, if a good outcome happens, Cool. If a bad outcome happens, cool, and so there, there's no you approach you approach things with a with a clean slate. Of course, you want to try your best,
2: right? And yeah. you're mm-hmm.
1: you would, of course, prefer to have the good outcome. But if it doesn't go that way, cool. You'll learn and you'll try it again later, or you'll move on to the next thing or whatever it is. So kind of, kind of a little bit similar to what you're talking about. I've kind of
2: been like that for a lot of my life.
0: honestly. yeah, I was going to ask you, um, when do you think having like that amount of um, like kind of like mental fortitude started for you? Was it very early on or has it, you know, was it something happened and you were just like, all right, I need to just like, I need to just stick, you know, lock in kind of, you know?
2: I don't know. Honestly, I think it was just more of those, I, I, in middle school and stuff, I was a really bad kid. You know, I was always getting in trouble and stuff like that, you know. And I didn't have a bad childhood by any means, you know. Yeah. It was raised differently than a lot of people, but you know, I had a pretty good childhood, but I was just a bad kid. I don't know why. I couldn't keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Like and I just you know, was getting in trouble and so once I got to high school, you know, I was still kind of getting in a little trouble, but I was trying to clean myself up, you know. Cuz I was like, what am I doing? You know. And I think after I realized like, wow, like I was Shithead, you know, like ultimately I was just, I was, and then, you know, I didn't know what direction that I was going to go in my life. And so that's where I found the army. But I think that's kind of where, where it really started was that, you know, I got to do this. I have to do something because I was so scared to fail or like, Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to be like homeless or I don't want to, you know, have to worry about this stuff. Like my, my end goal is just to be financially comfortable. Like I want to be able to go swipe my card or go like I, right now I really want to buy a boat. I don't know why. Mm, terrible wanna, idea. It is a <laughs> terrible, terrible investment. Idea.
4: I don't even need to ask you where you're at financially. Bad idea. <laughs> idea. Yeah. It doesn't
1: matter. <laughs> I really want to buy a boat and Elon wants to buy a boat. Thing. It's a bad idea. Bad idea. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but that's kind of where I'm at. Like if I wanted to go buy a boat right now, I could go buy a boat right now. Cash. Yeah. You know, like I'm fine on that aspect, but that's how I want to be. I want to be comfortable. With it. Yeah. You know? And so that's kind of where it all started though was, more of the high school and like going through football. I had a really bad neck injury in football too. Mm. And I, so I quit sports and I started working. Once I started working, that's when I really started picking up that attitude. And like, yeah. Uh, all I wanted to do was work all I, cause those paychecks, mm-hmm. somebody's paying me to do something that I like to do. You know, yeah. I was working on cars at the time. Um, You're motivated. Yeah. And so it, it was nice. It was very nice. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it really all started was like, okay, we had a lot of issues at, you know, prior jobs and stuff like, working on cars or whatever. And so I got used to that. I got used to dealing with those issues and everything. And, um, at a younger age, this was kind of, we were still working out and hanging out. I worked at, um, a dealership. It was like a used car dealership, very big one actually. Um, and I was the assistant manager for the shop for, you know, the last probably three or four months that I was there because I was the only one that knew how to work the system, the new system that we implemented. And I was the only one that could do all this stuff. At the time, you know, Mm -hmm. and so that's really where all that stuff started, started out was, I guess, being the fortitude and everything.
1: Brings me to my next point I was going to bring up. Sean touched it. Stay poised in the face of adversity. Work on that. Develop that skill because that is a skill. Um, Control your emotions. When everything's melting down around you, you have to be able to control your actions and your emotions um, and your mouth Especially uh, <laughs> dur- yeah. d- during, during adversity. Right. That's, I think that's uh, when you're, t- if you are, I think that that's a big uh, attribute of masculinity being able, um, a, a man, a masculine man can operate and stay poised in the face of adversity when shit's falling apart around him. He can, he can, he can clear his mind take control of his actions, his mouth and his emotions and move forward and methodically. Right. So I think that's, that's a good takeaway. Any others from y'all guys?
4: I mean, I think you touched on <clears throat> all of them. The big one for me is to, to try things, right? Yeah. Try things. If you, if, if you're interested in something like you can go home and spend one night, you know, diving all in for a few hours on YouTube or Google hour, or, a day or, or Reddit or or whatever it is where you want to learn about this thing. But the only way you're going to learn is to go try it. Right. <clears throat> Even if it's a complete miserable failure. Well, now you know not to
1: do that again. Yeah. Don't buy crotch yeah, right? rockets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my next point. Don't buy a crotch <laughs> rocket. Don't yeah. buy a boat and get your truck fully serviced. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, you know, now you know.
2: Well, that See, was the thing he, you know, you've had your truck for since yeah. what, you were 16, Yeah, 15, 15. Yeah. Yeah. And still running, still yeah. going. Chuck, you know? it was that year? full service. Yeah, it was a <laughs> full, full service. What it was. Yeah, yeah. truck you know.
4: seventeen years old, still running yeah.
2: great. And you know, just don't don't spend your money on stupid stuff that you don't need. Even though I'm saying, oh well, yeah. yeah, make financially sound, <laughs> financially sound decisions. Yeah. See, and you know what? I talk about buying stuff all the time. Like, oh man! And I'm then you that. don't. And then I just like yeah, Whatever, I got bored of that, you know. Yeah. Bored yeah, of that sounds idea. like me. And then, yeah, you know, I'm just like, but I have a lot of stuff. Like, I'm in the middle of doing my home gym and everything like yeah, that, so cool. I'm slowly getting stuff with that. And, uh, Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna go buy this big rack and all yeah. that stuff. You get and all then, excited
4: about it at first, yeah, yeah. and then I'm just like.
2: Man, nah, I mean, I have, couple of a bench, I have dumbbells. I have a squat rack. Like yeah. I have all that stuff already, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm just like, eh, whatever. I'll save that for later. I'll just yeah. get a Peloton, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty I love much. It. But I love Sean it. just spins.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Well, we've been going for an hour and a half, y'all. Um, If nobody else has anything to add, I can take us out here. Yeah. No, not in particular. Just make sure you like, comment, Thanks.
0: subscribe, share. And, oh, we got a um, shout
1: out, yeah. Preston. What is your Instagram? Where where can people talk to you? Uh Presto the besto. Presto Instagram. at yeah. presto the besto on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Give him a follow, DM him, tell him how handsome he was on the show, send him money, you know. <laughs> <Please. It's>
2: 76, <laughs> so I can, buy a, boat. So can <laughs> buy a boat. So you can
1: buy a boat. And uh if nothing else, you know, thank a veteran, man. Thank you for your yeah. service. And um it's good to have you back, man. Uh we weren't like super cl- I knew you before from right. Phil, right? Had met you and been around you, but uh you know it's still it's cool i know you're um pretty pretty close to phil and and y'all's relationship's important to him so it's important to me and it's good to have you back man yeah, um thanks good I to see you man. we'll get some we'll get some workouts in yeah we'll get some runs in because sean's a big runner yep yep uh, me too. <laughs> I like to run now. yeah i used to hate it but yeah, yeah, yeah. To same same try keeping up with sean yeah. oh, dude. Right, all 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 right. stay, poise, here, stay poised in the face of, <laughs> y'all stay poised in the face of adversity let's go out
4: Look at those two. souvenirs. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. For sure. Oh, Show me those souvenirs. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Let's check out these souvenirs. This is from the Middle East.